Hi, I'm Claire Tallentire, and today we are talking about the work being undertaken for young adults as part of the Community Mental Health Transformation Programme. And joining us today are... Hi, my name is Deb Hargreaves. I'm the Senior Service Manager for the Stoke Community Services within Combined Healthcare. My name is Michaela Kemp. I work for MPFT and my job role is Head of Quality for Adult Mental Health Services and I'm leading on the Young Persons Transformation Group for MPFT. So probably a good place to start is to say when we refer to young adults, what age group are we actually referring to? So young adults would re refer to the ages of 14 to 25. That would be what the NHSEI guidelines would state um, is classed as young adults. What would you say have been the key developments so far for our work in young adults across Combined and MPFT since the programme went live one and a half years ago? I think within Combined, the biggest change has been the development and recruitment to a preparing for adulthood rule, which this rule was very much focused on that cohort, those young adults that age 14 to 25. And within that area, this lead, her name's Deb Bowie. She is working on working with sort of three cohorts of young adults. So it's those young adults that are within CAMS that will transfer to adult community services when they hit the age of 18. Those young adults that are within CAMS or have had interventions within CAMS, but when they turn 18 would not hit threshold for adult mental health services. And then those young people who are sort of age 17, 17 and a half that are at that threshold of hitting adult services. So I think her role is very much focused on improving pathways and transitions across that sort of that bridge that is determined by NHSEI and it is our threshold, which is the age of 18. I think the biggest successes of that role so far have been, it has been that partnership working. So we're very much, as you can tell, working very closely with MPFT to ensure that what's happening across the system is the same. There's parity. There's, we're trying to align our processes and our policies. There's much more outreach with local authority education, and that includes Stoke-on-Trent City Council and Staffordshire County Council. I think for MPFT, we've really focused on building those partnerships, as Deb mentioned, not just between sort of children's and adult services, but that wider sort of, you know, in line with the transformation sort of principles, making sure we're building partnerships with local authority, education, voluntary care sector. But the other thing we were really keen on is, um, you know, a consultation exercise, and we didn't want to preempt that and kind of make decisions before we'd listen to young people and clinicians working in the area. So that has been the focus focus really throughout the first year. Could you tell us more, because there's lots of great work that's been happening, so could you tell us more about the voice project consultation? Yep, sure. We commissioned um, the voice project to consult with both young people and clinicians around people's experiences, challenges and positive experiences, both in CAMS and adult mental health services and that sort of journey between the two. So they uh, set up focus groups where young people attended in person. They had online sessions. So they reached out to quite a lot of young people and they also did a survey. So um, I think they had a reasonably good response. I think we had 49 participants with the survey of young people and 20 attended the focus groups. So they got lots of information and recommendations and the outcomes are really going to guide, you know, what we what we build on and what we work on next. 
I found it really interesting that in the survey, 74% of young people reported positive experiences, but 74% also experienced challenges. So I think what, what we're hoping to do is build on the positive feedback that we got, but also look at the challenges. So not necessarily, you know, assume that everything is terrible, make sure that we keep the things that young people have valued, but make sure that we really address the challenges in the work as we go forward. From Combine's perspective, obviously, we got the same uh, report as um, PFT have received, looking at the outcomes and looking at how we can build, focusing on what we've determined as quick wins, things that will very quickly can improve that journey for young people. And we're just about to evolve into in informing and, in, and including those young people, um, our service user representatives and the wider audience just so they can have their input on what we think would work and how they feel that we can involve our services appropriately. Just ask another question about the voice project. Is it a voluntary service as such from Staffs Council? How, how does it work? The voice is a um, it's part of VCSE, um, so it's a voluntary sector organisation, but it is service user representation organisation. But it is being commissioned. It has been commissioned by Staffordshire County Council to do this area of work to in, you know promote engagement, collaborative working, and ensure that the voice of young people and families are heard within decisions made within Staffordshire County Council. That's another thing for, for the transformation programme, isn't it? That we are working very much in conjunction with the voluntary sector and, and those links are really important as well. Thank you. Now we move on to the developments in the PFA roles. So could, could I ask what, what PFA stands for and what these roles actually are and what we've been doing with that work as well, please? So PFA stands for preparing for adulthood. What we find initially when we developed the PFA role was when we engaged with the Youth Council, Pegasus, Stoke-on-Trent City Council, Staffordshire County Council. And what we discovered was language was very, very different across health and social care in the voluntary sector. But um, the term that was used most predominantly was preparing for adulthood, which is why we've adopted that title to have that universal language across the system. So the preparing for adulthood role is to support people preparing for adulthood. Within combined, there's two priorities within that role. The first is looking up our internal processes with regards to transition between CAMs and adult services. It's about helping support external within the system and their processes. So we're all aligned and we're trying to align our processes and policies across education, local authority and health. So it doesn't become confusing for the young person and their families. And it also isn't a postcode lottery, depending on where you live, is the service you get. The other role within that is a clinical role. So it's supporting those young people with the highest level of need and complexity who are reaching that vital 18 year old point um, with that day where they have to transition. So it's not all new, it's not something different. They have one person they recognize that provides that consistent support while they transition from one service to another so they don't feel lost in the system because the two services are very different. Yes, yeah, that place at that point of safety, that person that they know and they they trust um, and they don't have to keep repeating their story again and again within new services. The biggest development has been the creation of that role. I think alongside that, as we've discussed before, it is that connection with the of outside of combined healthcare. It's that working with MPFT, working with our um, systems within local authority and especially our voluntary sector. So already really good relationships. The list is endless. So that, that is our biggest, um, I think, win so far with the development of this role. Brilliant. Thank you. 
So moving forwards in the transformation programme, what happens next and uh, what will be the new developments in, in young adults going forward? I think we want to really keep a focus on, you know, continuing to build the partnerships. We've done a lot of work around that, but that's not, you know, a finite sort of job. We need to continue to sort of build on those. There's sort of two focuses in terms of the transition work that Deb mentioned and continuing to, you know, we've had toolboxes, workshops, so sort of building on some of those kind of ideas. But also we're really focusing on adjustments to current adult service pathways so that they're more accessible and when people move from CAMS to adult services they experience less of a change and that you know feel perhaps a little bit more supported. Some of the pathways are already working on that and developing bespoke kind of aspects of their service for younger people. So that will be something we really want to build on and learn from. And the other really important thing is to maintain that involvement, you know, not just consultation, but co-production of our services as we go forward. And some of the young people that were involved in the consultation really expressed a desire to be involved on an ongoing basis. So we really want to build on that and strengthen that. I think across North Staffordshire, the two things that, as well as what obviously Michaela's has already mentioned, the two two exciting developments that are on our horizon is our work with University College of London, which I know MPFT are also involved in as well, which is they're doing a, a study across England and they're looking at pilot sites to involve youth workers that work as social prescribers, but for sort of 16 to 20 year olds. So really developing how we um, engage with our voluntary sector organisations, supporting young people to access those voluntary organisations, because you know, we know engagement is much better if you have that support to attend rather than just be handed a leaflet. You know, it's a very daunting situation for anybody. So to have that support from youth workers, that's really exciting. And say MPFT and uh, combined are both working closely with UCL and um, hopefully get involved in that project. And then secondly, across North Staffordshire, we're developing a um, peer support network, which is for young people who have access CAMs or are currently accessing CAMs and are going through that transition, that preparing for adulthood rule, to act as a support for other people who are maybe involving, involved in the same experiences. So there's two parts to that. There is the peer support network, which we're providing training and support through our wellbeing college for young people who are um, would be interested in being involved in that project. And then the sort of other side of that is what we're calling the Preparing for Adulthood Ambassadors. So we are exploring pilot sites at Haywood High School, uh, Newcastle College and Stoke-on-Trent Sixth Form College. And these ambassadors will be people who have experienced transition or have experienced using mental health services and can provide signposting and support to other young people who maybe don't feel that they need to access sort of official statutory services, but just want to sort of heads up of where the help is. The training for those ambassadors are coming from our mental health support teams who are obviously already working very well in education. And that's a pilot that we're just launching with support of Stoke-on-Trent City Council and Staffordshire County Council and Pegasus. That's super. Thank you so much for your time today and talking us through all the great work that's happening for young adults as part of the Transformation Programme. Thank you. Thank you.